Hey, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Tree of Life Church podcast. It's our prayer that these messages help connect you to the life, love, and power of Jesus. Hey, we are in a series, uh, part two, actually. So can I just say first, thanks for coming back. <laughs> you, know, you might say like, well, of course so. But I, like, you don't know. This is the Holy Spirit series. If you're new, it's like, what did we get ourselves into? Why is he saying that? Uh, just be patient. The ushers are locking the door right now. And, uh, but... <laughs> You know, when you teach on the Holy Spirit, it's kind of just, wow, that's kind of different for people sometimes. And sadly, the enemy, I believe the enemy has made it that way because the Holy Spirit is such a powerful relationship. Um, the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is God. We, we laid some foundational things last week. And I want to encourage you to keep coming every week. I'm building a case. I'm working towards something at the end of the month on the 26th. And so just building everything, laying some foundation for you, hopefully dispelling some myths or some bad experiences. All I can do is just give you the word of God. As I, as I believe the Holy Spirit has spoke to my heart for 40 years, we've been living this way. And so I just want to give you the word of God. And at the end of the month, after you hear everything, then you just listen to the Holy Spirit and see what he tells you as far as building and developing that relationship. Um, it's for me in my house. We embrace the person and presence of the Holy Spirit. And so um, I want to encourage you to come every single week. All right, get your Bibles out. Turn for John 14 for me. Here we are in part two. I don't want to do a lot of review for time's sake, but I do want to make mention of just a few things I think are important. Please go back to last week if you weren't here. If you were here, please go back to last week and just keep, the more you hear it, right? Repetition, it just keeps building that foundation solid in you. Um, and it's important to have that. We need to understand who the Holy Spirit is. He's a he and he's God. We understand God the Father, God the Son. God the Holy Spirit's typically the one that we don't really understand well. We've heard different things about. We're not unsure. There can be some fear. And I'm trying to dispel all that because you need to build a relationship with him also. In fact, the reality is um, he is the expression of God that is active and working on the planet today. Uh, let me tell you what I mean by that real quick. Uh, God is three in one, the Trinity or the Godhead, whatever you might have heard that being shared or said in that way. Uh, God is three in one. God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit each have a unique expression, but yet all God. Let me just give that to you real quick. God the Father was provider, creator, provider, heaven and earth, animals, birds, water, sun, stars, moon. He provided things that we would need for life. He provided you and I with a plan and a purpose for our lives. He provided a destiny for you and I. And then he provided a savior. When sin came, when sin came in, he provided a way out. Because God is holy, so he's set apart. And God, a holy God cannot be in a sinful environment. So God the Father provided everything that was needed. And Jesus himself says he now is sit, seated in heaven when he teaches us how to pray. In Matthew, he says this, our Father who art in heaven. Jesus is telling us God has created and provided and a savior. And so now, but he sent his son Jesus because sin came in and a holy God has to be set apart, can't be in a sinful environment. So Jesus, God himself, God, the son came. He's the part of God that came to redeem mankind. He came to be the, the sacrifice. So now a, a, a sinful man can have his nature, his, his nature change in a sense. He can exchange his sin for righteousness, not in and of ourselves, but from Jesus. And so now sinful man redeemed can be, have a relationship with the holy God. And so when Jesus completed his mission on the earth after 33 years, he went to the uh, cross and then to the grave, resurrected, walked for 40 years, uh, 40 days. And then he ascended up to heaven after he gave instruction. And the Bible says he ascended up and sat at the right hand of God. He's seated right now at the right hand of the father. Where's Jesus at the right hand of God? Where? Heaven. Well, I had Jesus in me. You do. 
but he's in the other part of God. That's the Holy Spirit, the one that we don't know about or the one we're a little afraid or nervous of, one we you know, could probably be okay with just not really trying to talk about or think about. But yet, he's very active in your life today. In fact, he's doing things you don't give him credit for. You give God the Father and God the Son credit. That's God, and that's right. But it's the expression of the Holy Spirit. I hope that makes sense to you. So the Holy Spirit is here, moving, working, active on the earth in our lives. The Holy Spirit's your helper, the Bible says. He's active on the earth right now, three in one. I, I, I shared this sec, second service. I don't think I did it first service. Let me just illustrate it and then we'll move forward. Um, the whole three in one idea sometimes can be hard to wrap our brain around. The Bible calls it one of the mysteries of God. But can I just tell you, there's a lot of things you don't really understand that you still use and operate in. It's your phone. Not sure how this works, right? Looks like I don't need a 12 or 13 or whatever. I don't even got the flip phone figured out yet. It's like, I don't... But I'm going to use it. Microwave, you heat something. I don't know how to microwave you. I don't know how I can stand here in this sanctuary coming up on the 16th at 9.30 in the morning and be broadcast over the internet to a village in Pakistan at 7.30 at night and share the gospel being projected on a sheet in a village. I don't know how that works, but I'm going to take advantage of it if it's there. So you're not going to wrap your brain around everything, but I'm going to try and give you enough foundation and understanding that you can engage the Holy Spirit and then learn as you go, learn as you grow, amen? And so uh, let me use this illustration, um, a three in one. I'm the pastor, I'm the leader here. That's my role, that's who I am. But I'm also a husband to Jesme. I'm a father to Callie and Camry. Everywhere I go, I'm all three of those things. I, I came to church this morning, but I didn't leave my husband role and my dad role at home. I'm here. So even though I'm with you right now, operating... In the expression of pastor and leader, if my wife needs me, guess what? I love you, but I'll be right back. I need to go and operate now in my husband role. If my daughters, either one of my daughters, one's around the coffee shop, I think one's at work this morning, and then Amy, if the one at work was to call me, Dad, I would, I love you, but I would leave you right now. I probably would take my wife with me, and then I would go and I would operate in that moment. I would be the expression of her father. I mean, her father. I'm in the father. You get that? But I brought the pastor leader. I brought the husband part with me. We go everywhere together. You can't separate that. God, three in one, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. But the active role on the earth, the Holy Spirit, he's the active part right now. He's the expression. It's still God. I'm still Don. I'm Don, Don, and Don. (laughs) Don, 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 right? (laughs) I'm all that. But I'm operating in different roles. Right now, I'm in the pastor-leader role. But there's all kinds of times throughout the day, I'll switch roles and expressions. Does that make sense to you? They say yes, even doesn't. It'll make me feel better. All right. It's like, I got to keep going. All right. Hey, praise the Lord. Okay. So just wanted you to understand. It's important. I know we're hammering it, hammering it, because you got to understand that. Because if you'll understand and accept them as God, then you'll build a relationship with them. And you desperately need a relationship built with him. Okay. 12 to 15 hours before Jesus went to the cross, he sat down with his disciples and he told them this in John 14. What would you say to the people that you were the closest to? that we're going to carry on your mission, your work, do what you did before you left the planet? What are the last things that you would tell them instruction-wise? Well, here's what they did. Here's what he did in, in John 14, 16. And I will pray, the word translated, ask. I'll ask the Father, God the Father, and he, God the Father, will give you another helper, another helper, one like me, meaning another part of who God and I are, Jesus, another helper like Jesus, that he may abide with you forever. Spirit of truth in the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. Why are we listening to the world about things about the Holy Spirit? They don't know. They can't know. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. And he goes, I'll not leave you. 
I will not leave you orphans. I'll not leave you alone. He'll never leave you or forsake you. How? Holy Spirit. He's with you all the time. That's his expression. Because God, the Father, who art in heaven, Jesus seated at the right hand of God in heaven. So the expression now with us will never leave us or forsake us, the Holy Spirit. It's him. And so that's what Jesus is talking about with his disciples here in the scripture. I'm not going to leave you alone. Take a look at John 14, 26. Take a look at some of the benefits here. Building a case leading up to a few weeks from now. And just FYI, Joe McGee will be here next week speaking on the Holy Spirit as well. Uh, 1426, but the helper, in case you didn't know who it was yet after a week and then already this morning, it's the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things. He'll teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you, to yo. Right here, right? So say that on there, all things I said to yo. That's what it says. It's a, a letter missing. I don't know if it's on there. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, now you fix it after I make a joke, right? <laughs> Bring to remembrance all things that I said to you. Two things in there. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. He's your teacher. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Hey, let the Holy Spirit teach you then. <laughs> I can't do that because I'll never figure that out. Hey, no, you won't. But guess who already knows how to do it? He knows all things. The Holy Spirit is my teacher. There's no more excuse. <laughs> right? Ignorance is bliss. I'm not responsible if I don't know. Guess what? You have the teacher in you who knows all things. So instead of like trying to, you know, not know, just embrace him and learn. The Holy Spirit is my teacher. The Holy Spirit is, I wrote this way, the Holy Spirit is my memory. What I mean by that? He'll remind me of things. How many of you guys know that we need some help? Right? Memory. I need some help. I need to remember this. But here's the caveat in that. You already had to put it in there. It said, it said he'll, he'll bring to remembrance all things I've said to you. What is Jesus saying to you today? I don't know. Well, guess what? It's in the Bible. I don't need to read the Bible. Well, then you got nothing for him to bring back to your remembrance, right? It's it's nothing there. Sorry, can't help you. You didn't put anything in for me to bring it out. It's like your hard drive, right? Where is that at? And you do a Google search. Oh, there it is. It was in there. You can't find it if it wasn't in there. So the Holy Spirit is your memory. It brings things to your remembrance, which is great because all of a sudden there's things that I'm doing or need to say and I'm like, man, what is it? Where's that? Boom. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Hey, you know what? Here. ABC, do that. Thankful for all the times. I, I, if you were here a few weeks ago, you know I, I, I've somehow memorized a lot of 80s songs. I wish I could remember scripture like I could 80s songs, right? But you know what? The Holy Spirit brings scripture to my remembrance if I put it in there. I don't need to read the Bible every day. Well, you need to, so you load it on your hard drive so the Holy Spirit can bring it to your remembrance at times when you need it. And we need it. We need it. The Holy Spirit is my, aren't you glad the Holy Spirit's your memory? All right, there we go. Okay, John 15, 26, let's keep going. But when the helper comes, who I shall send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth proceeds from the Father. He, listen to this, he will testify of me. The Holy Spirit will testify of me. The Holy Spirit is my assurance or my assurance or understanding that this is God. What does that mean? I wonder if this is God or not. Guess what? The Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. I wonder if this is the one God has for me. I wonder if he or she, I wonder if this, what if this relationship is God. Guess what? Listen to the Holy Spirit. Problem is we don't want to hear. <laughs> We're kind of liking this guy. I'm kind of liking that girl. Well, he may not be the one. The Holy Spirit will tell you because he'll testify what's God and what's not God in your life. I'm just not sure this is the right job. I'm just not sure this is the right way. I'm not sure this is the right group of friends. I'm not sure. Guess what? The Holy Spirit will tell you if it's God or not, if you'll listen. If you'll tune them in, 
He's your assurance, John 16, 13. However, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, listen, whatever he hears, he will speak. He speaks. He will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit speaks. I just need God to talk to me. Guess what? He is. It's the Holy Spirit. He's speaking. You just got to cultivate that relationship. Tune your ear into his voice. He is speaking. The Holy Spirit speaks. I don't know about you, but that's good to know because I need, I need some coaching. I need some encouragement. I need some help. I need him to tell me things. He'll speak and he will tell you things to come. It's interesting to me that things to come, the uh, illustration to me just the other day, there was a terrible wreck on 35 the other day. We were here for prayer at nine, every Saturday prayer at nine. And then the team was here to deliver baskets. And I had a basket I was going to deliver on County Line Road. And my mom texted me and she said, hey, there's a terrible accident on 35. And I'm like, okay, so I got on 35, right? Listen to your mother, right? One day I'll learn. Sitting in traffic, stand still. I'm saying, only if I would have listened to my mom. And so I, like, I get my uh, Siri or my GPS or my Wave or whatever, I don't know, one of those apps and stuff to see. And he's telling me, take an alternate route. Turn here, right? Go here. Traffic ahead, accident ahead. You have one of those that's like, you, come on, I know you have the one that says police officer ahead. <laughs> that's not the Holy Spirit, by the way. Do the crime, do the time. That's what he's saying. All right, anyways. But it's like, turn here. Don't go this way. I mean, you know, go to the right. Take a right. There's a a disabled vehicle on the shoulder. Can I tell you? The Holy Spirit will speak to you like that. I say, don't go this way. Danger ahead. Bad relationships ahead. Don't go there. Right? Take a turn. Get off this path. You're on a bad path. The Holy Spirit will tell you that you're on a bad path. You need to make a course adjustment. He speaks. The Holy Spirit speaks. I'm so thankful that he speaks to me. I can't imagine my life without a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I wouldn't be here today. Honestly, I wouldn't be here today without the Holy Spirit. That's how I got here. He was my help, my helper. He is my help, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's my helper. He's my advantage. Can me say it this way? He's a difference maker. We need an advantage in life. God gave us one and the expression of him, that's the helper and that's the Holy Spirit. If you don't believe me, take a look at John 16, seven. Here's what Jesus says. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. This is the truth because you're going to question it. Nevertheless, you're going to question it though. It is to your advantage. Say advantage. The helper is to our advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The Holy Spirit is an advantage. The Holy Spirit is God. I mean, people like look down at the Holy Spirit. You believe in the Holy Spirit thing over there? Yeah, I don't know. You mean you believe in advantage? I believe in having an advantage. I want an advantage in everything I do. You mean believe in the helper? Yeah, I need a helper. I don't know about you, but in this life, I need a helper. The world's gone crazy. I need an advantage. I'm in a a competitive job market. I need an advantage. I'm I'm competing with the world and my kids. I need an advantage. I I need to know which way to go because so many voices are screaming at me. I need an advantage that's going to steer me in the right direction. Yes, I believe in that Holy Spirit guy. (laughs) He's my advantage. He's my helper. Hey, listen, you need to really embrace this on a lot of levels, but I'm in situations all the time that people are more educated than me, know more about a certain thing than me, but you know what? I have an advantage. His name is the Holy Spirit. Well, actually, his name's Holy Spirit, right? That's like the, like, here, 
the Eric. Will you come up here for a second? Right? It's Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is my advantage. He is your advantage. Holy Spirit is God and he walks with you all the time. You have the advantage all the time. Every situation, you have the helper all the time. You have an advantage, a helper. Every situation, every moment, the Holy Spirit's our helper, our advantage. He is God. I hope you're getting this. Yes, I'm going over and over again because I need you to establish this in your life because you'll never have a relationship with what or who you don't understand. And I know it's hard to understand. Most of us grew up being taught differently or not taught at all or taught a different way. And sometimes I believe it's better if we hadn't been taught something at all. We've grown up our whole life believing one thing or being taught one thing. And now we see that it's not necessarily lining up with the word. And it can be harder than someone that never had any of those experiences. But nonetheless, we have to work through that. So let's look at places. I want to continue to hammer this point. Let's look at a few places where we see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit all in the same verse, all at the same time. Because it's like, okay, I get it. God's in heaven. Jesus is, you know, at the right hand of the Father. Holy Spirit's here, active on earth. But let me see it all together in scripture. Okay, let me tell you this. So here we go. John 14, 16. We've already read these scriptures, but let me highlight this. And I, Jesus speaking, and I will pray to the Father, Father God, and he, Father God, will give you another helper the Holy Spirit, that he may abide with you forever. You see all three active right there, do you not? Okay, next one is John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father, Father God, will send in my name, Jesus, he will teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance. You see all three operating right there in that verse. Okay, let me give you another one then. So John 15, 26. But when the helper, Holy Spirit, comes, who I, Jesus, shall send to you from the Father, Father God, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. You have it there twice. They doubled up on it that time. You see that all throughout the scripture. And so let me give you one where it seems like that they're all, if we can say it this way, physically in the same place at the same time. And it's in Luke, Luke 3, where Jesus goes to get water baptized before he begins his earthly ministry. He goes to the river where John the Baptist, his name is Baptist because he's baptizing people. And so Jesus comes to get baptized. There's a little exchange between John and him, but then John yields, which is always smart to yield to Jesus, amen? And so Jesus comes, he goes in the water, he comes up, and here's what the word says. And then the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove. The, it doesn't say the Holy Spirit is a dove. It said it, the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove, Jesus uh, upon him, upon Jesus, and a voice from heaven, a tangible, audible voice from heaven, a physical voice from heaven said, you are my beloved son and you, I am well pleased. You see, all three interact in that one moment physically together and they complement each other. They're God. They work together. God the Father magnifies the Son. The Son says, I only do what the Father tells me to do. He says, I'm going to send, the Son says, I'm going to send another helper like me. The Father sends him. They're all deferring to each other, working together. They're all God. But the expression on the earth is the Holy Spirit, God in one. They were, they are the original big three. <laughs> right? It's not LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch for all right. Well, we don't, yeah, right, the Miami Heat, whatever. I should say, it's not, it's not really Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. I mean, it, you know, not really. Not really. Or for football fans, it's not Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin. Right, that was a good one. And the Bible, you know, you look in the Bible, and I was thinking about this after the, night, after the game the other night, Thursday night. It's not really, going back to New Testament, it's not Peter James and Tom Brady. It's not that, because 
The guy never ages. He was throwing passes back in the day with those guys. He's, the guys lived forever. I don't know. Tom Brady, retire for goodness sake already, please. The big three for me right now because I'm hungry is queso, guacamole, and salsa. I'm just like <laughs> craving Mexican food. I know that's weird, but like, too much. All right, we got to move on. That's the big three right there. I don't know. I need to lay this foundation and help you understand they are all God. And when we talk about this, it could be misunderstood, but you need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. I want to share another part of this to you this morning in preparation for the next two weeks, in particular the last week. What I want you to know, the benefit of the Holy Spirit, having a relationship with him, there's so many things, facets to him. We definitely don't have enough time. And my challenge, honestly, is there's so much information I would love to bring but I really have to bring just a few things and I don't want to overwhelm you. And that's why you need to come to all of them. In fact, I think at the last week, I'll, I'll share uh, some of the series I've done in the times past. I've done one every year and a little different take on it. And uh, maybe you can go back and just kind of read over some of that, listen to it rather and help you. But I want to share a part of it with you that probably becomes a little bit of a misunderstanding that can be something that can maybe be a turnoff if we don't understand it. I think it's a benefit or something that make you want to engage relationally with him. But there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit available to you. Now, we just talked about a lot of great things, right? He's my helper. He is the helper. He teaches me things. He brings all things to my remembrance that have been put in there. He's my assurance, testifies of himself or of God, and he speaks. But there's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit that become available to you when you're building, as you're building this relationship. And to me, it would just make sense because this world is difficult. And so God has given things to help me navigate this world and be a blessing to other people. And so there's nine gifts, the Bible lists, there's all kinds of things that, that were given, but I want to talk about nine spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit available to you. Let's take a look, 1 Corinthians 12, 1, real quick, it says this, but the manifestation of the Spirit is, to give, is given to each, hold on, go back, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one, say each one, it's for everyone, the gifts are for everyone, forgiven to each one for the profit of all, for who? The prophet of all, the Holy Spirit will give you and I gifts for the blessing of other people. See, that's where we get mixed up. We want to buy my blessing. I'm going to walk in all that. You know what, what it's for? It's for you to operate so other people can be blessed, which therein is your blessing. That's going to be a blessing to you and help other people. But make no mistake about it. The gifts that have been given through the Holy Spirit for everyone that has a relationship it's not only to be a blessing to you, but blessing to those around you. If nothing else, you need to embrace the Holy Spirit because of your family. You need to embrace the Holy Spirit because of the people you work with. You embrace the Holy Spirit because of the people you live by. Thank goodness somebody around you embraced the Holy Spirit and operated in these gifts that benefited you. This world, this crazy, chaotic world we live in needs the church operating in the gifts of the Spirit for their well-being. That's why we, and we will be that church, by the way. We have been for 40 years. We'll be that church on into our future. Okay, 1 Corinthians 14, 1. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. What did I do? Okay, yeah, let's do 12, 1. You're right. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Another translation says, I don't want you to be uninformed. You need to know 
Believers, you need to know about spiritual gifts. I don't want you to be ignorant. So now we see that he's talking about you need to know, and you need to know it's for everyone, and you need to know it's for the benefit of everyone. Don't misunderstand that. Don't be ignorant to that. You need to understand. And let's go on to 1 Corinthians 12, 7. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. Here we go. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Each one. It's for everyone, for the benefit of everyone. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. Now it's going to talk about these gifts. One's given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, uh uh-oh, and to another interpretation of tongues. And really there's the rub. But we'll explain in two weeks what it means about gifts of the Spirit or the grace of the Spirit. Okay, I don't have time to go there now, okay? Uh, But one and the same Spirit works all these things. Listen, one and the same Spirit, the same Spirit. There's not nine spirits. It's one Spirit, the Holy Spirit, working all these things, distributing to each one individually as he or the Holy Spirit wills. They're his gifts accessible to you based on relationship and availability. He doesn't force anything on you. I don't know about this Holy Spirit thing, man, because if I do the Holy Spirit, then I don't want to like, just be possessed with something and all of a sudden this weird stuff comes out of my mouth in the middle of H-E-B and everybody looks funny at me. At the counter. I don't want to be all crazy and stuff. You were crazy before then. <laughs> he doesn't make you be crazy. I'm not crazy. Often? Uh, they're his gifts. So I, I'll be honest with you. I question people that walked around and like, people that call them, if you got to call yourself a prophet, I don't know, right? You may from time to time operate as the Holy Spirit wills in the gift of speaking things of edification and building up because that's what prophecy is. Saying the things that God say to edify and build up the church. it's interesting how we've just gotten so confused and people like wear these gifts like it's a badge, like like they can, you know, at any point in time, just turn it on and turn it off. And I have people give me words of prophecy all the time about me and I'm like, and I'm thinking I'm just nice, I'm nice, I smile, thank you, no thank you. And I'm like, that was farthest thing from God that there could have been. I had somebody give me a prophecy one time that was coming to the church and it was after service and came up to me and and said, you know, the Lord wanted me to have a word for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, what is it? And it's like, you need to quit taking methamphetamines. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) The Holy Spirit told me you're addicted to cocaine. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was fixing to take off my glasses, which then security would have come and tackled them and drug them out of here. And not to be funny, but it's like, that is, no, I I don't even know. I know, I'm not. And he's, he's like, I can see that in you by your mannerisms because you shout all the time. So I'm like, well, I'm not on anything but the Holy Spirit right now. I'm just telling you that. It's like, <laughs> oh man, I, that was way off. I'm like, Wait. he's like, I'm a prophet. I said, oh, you're not a very good one. I'm addicted to Jesus, right? No, I like the most high. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, I say a lot of corny stuff up here, but that, I just, that one was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's corny to you, but anyways, okay, we got to go on. No, not, I mean, seriously though, seriously, there's a, there's some things that we've just taken to be like 
no, I don't want any part of that. Well, I don't want any part of that either. That wasn't God. The Holy Spirit didn't distribute that at that moment and give it to that individual to operate in a way that would have been a blessing or, or even true to me. And so let's make sure that we're not looking at people's expression or use of things and saying that that's the Holy Spirit. Because it just might not be if it doesn't line up with the word of God. He operates in decency and in order, the Bible says. But when you look at all these gifts here, who wouldn't want to operate in the word of wisdom? I need that because you know what? Sometimes I just don't know what to do. It's beyond my understanding. And wisdom is simply the application of knowledge. I don't know what to do in this situation. I need to apply something here and I don't know what it is. And all of a sudden, boom, there the Holy Spirit says, here's what you need to do. I never would have thought of that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The word of knowledge, you bet. What's that gift? I need that because it tells me things to come. It's like, I don't know where I should go. What I've never been here. I've never been here before, much less in front of me. And the Holy Spirit will direct me in a way. Thank you for the word of knowledge of what I should do in this moment. And those two you need when you're raising teenagers right there. And you need the discerning of spirits when you're raising teenagers right there. We need that all the time. I don't know if this has got this. Per- Have you ever been around someone and you're just getting like this vibe? It's like, mm, I don't know. Are you someone that messed with That person has a really sweet spirit, right? What's that? That's the discerning of spirits. And then you get people, people no, I don't think, no, mm-mm, no. I'm operating that time with my, my daughters. I'm like, no, not him. <laughs> now, what is that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And he's just been given a bad rep because of packaging of people. Can I tell you, gifts of faith? There's times all the time where I need a faith greater than my own. And there's times I face something and I don't know how I've not fallen apart. I don't know how I've not just hidden or whatever. I don't know how I'm standing right now, but there's a supernatural faith that just has risen up in my spirit. The gift of faith. You need that all the time. You get a diagnosis. Come on. You tested positive for COVID. You need a job change. You know, you're going to get furloughed. Or you need the gift of faith, the gift of healings. Not just for you, but people around about you. A gift, the Holy Spirit can bring a supernatural empowerment and that moment, a gifting of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible says that we can go into all the world and preach the gospel. We can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You don't need me to lay hands on your kid. You can lay hands on your kid and ask the Holy Spirit for the gift of healing in Jesus' name. On your coworker. Hey. I gotta get, I gotta wrap this up, but right, I'm gonna call time. You know what? I'm gonna have my church pray for you because I know that just is a bad diagnosis. You know why? Come to church with me on Sunday. We'll bring you up to the altar, have people pray for you. And you should I, do that, please. But you know what? How about you take a moment and you ask the Holy Spirit for the gift of healing because it's given to profit all? That's why it's there. So that you, full of the Holy Spirit, well, just, I'm just, the Bible says to lay hands on. I don't want to be weird right now in this moment in the office, right? I don't want to be weird, but I'm just put my hand on your shoulder right now. And this Holy Spirit, we thank you for the gift of healing. I don't heal anybody, but I can operate in the gifts. I'm just saying there's, there's a lot more to this than we understand. He's, he's bringing gifts and he brings good gifts and there's discerning of spirits and prophecy. And, and the, the one we have a hang up with, and I'm not going to camp on it today. We're going to talk in two weeks, the speaking of tongues. And it's so misunderstood. 
And I believe the devil has made it misunderstood so people won't want this beautiful gift. But there's two things. There's the gift of tongues that are in moments of public moment with operating with interpretation. And then there's the grace gift or heavenly language that's for every believer to speak to God. And I love it. Did it right here on the front row. And I know some are saying, man, I was just really liking this church. No, it's still a good church. <laughs> it's going to get even better if you'll embrace the Holy Spirit. And I just want you to understand that. And again, I don't want to go there. Same spirit, not nine different spirit. Holy Spirit works. He's working to do these things. He's distributing them as he wills. There are benefits to believers. Benefits to believers. And it's important for us to know that. We need to know that. Uh, let me give you three things. Uh, the, well, let me give you something first. The gifts of the spirit are supernatural abilities or divine empowerment. Thank God. We need supernatural abilities on the earth. We need divine empowerment on the earth. Why wouldn't a loving God that loved us so much that he sent his son to be the savior, why wouldn't he then empower us to live a supernatural life and make a difference on this earth? These gifts are given to you and through you. They're not spooky or weird. They don't have to be. Those people were already spooky and weird. They're not spooky. He's not spooky and weird. They don't have to be a distraction or dramatic. That's not what the intent ever was. They're not something we force. The Holy Spirit works. He is faithful, not forceful. We need to stay open. Stay open. Stay open to the Holy Spirit moving in your life every day. Holy Spirit, move in my life today. Holy Spirit, give me the gifts I need today. Holy Spirit, I have a meeting. I have no idea what to do. I thank you for a word of wisdom in the meeting. I thank you for a word of knowledge in the meeting. I need you. I need a working of miracles. I need that in my family. My family needs the gift of healing. Thank you for the gift of healing operating in and through us. I'm open. Holy Spirit, come alive in me today. Gifts of the Spirit, come alive in my life today. Be open to the things of God. Let him in. Recognize him for who he is. Let me illustrate it as we close. The Bible talks about him standing at the door knocking. Jarvis, you can come on out. The Holy Spirit doesn't force himself on anybody. I don't know, some, something took over me and I was like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> no, you were just a dummy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All of a sudden, I don't know what I was. He's faithful, not forceful. He's knocking on the door, but here's what we do. If we have a problem, we've experienced bad things. We're like, you know how you do at home, right? If I had some blinds right here, I'd be like, look at the blinds. Oh no. Who is it, honey? It's that Holy Spirit guy. He's really big. He's like, don't let him in. Don't let him in. I've heard about that guy. Turn the lights off. Act like nobody's home. Just ignore him. He'll go away one day. And then you might be the people that all of a sudden here's the Holy Spirit gently knocking on the door of your heart. And you might be the guy that's like this. We're all like this, like, oh, hey, man. Hey, hey, it's nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by today. You know, it's not a good time today. Kind of busy, got some other things going around. But I appreciate you coming by. Maybe you could check back in a week or two. Oh, whoa, whoa, you got gifts? That's good. Hey, you know what? I've heard about these gifts. Let me, here, let me do this. Let me take these gifts. But let me give you this one, that tongue thing. You can keep that one. Yeah, you just keep that one. That's okay. okay. Thanks. It's a package deal. Or maybe... And this is my heart in this series. And I know we're having fun and stuff like that, but this is my heart in the series. When he comes to knock, you'll have heard the word and you'll have seen the benefits and how you desperately need him in your life. And you can't imagine life without him. And that you'll be the one that says, oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, hey, come on in. Come on in. 
Come on in my house. Come on in my life. Come on in my family. Come on in. Come on in. So you have to invite him in. He's not going to force himself. You have to invite him in and make yourself at home. Can I get you anything? No, we'll get to those in a minute. <laughs> Is there any, any more? And you, you, you invite him in. But in order to invite him in, what do you have to do? You have to get out of the way. You have to get out of the way. What you've heard that's not lined up with the word of God, get it out of the way. Bad experiences somebody else had, get it out of the way. Go by the word of God. Fear, get it out of the way. It doesn't make sense in my mind. Get your mind out of the way. Your mind will never make sense of God. He's too big. Get it out of the way and let him in and embrace him and fellowship with him. How do you build a relationship? You spend time. You invite him in and spend time with him. Now I'm available to the Holy Spirit and his gifts. Now I'm available. Time, communication. I pray. I talk with him. I relate to him. I spend time with him. It's not weird, spooky, goofy, anything. It's embracing God and the expression of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jarvis. Let me give Jarvis a thank you. I know I went a few minutes long today, but I really needed to get, get that. I'm building a case. I'm building a case. I want you to come back next week to hear Joe. I know the Holy Spirit's going to work through him, kind of weave this all together. And then the last week, come. Get online with us. You might feel, maybe on that 26, maybe we'll go online. You might feel, I don't know. It's not crazy weird, but whatever that is, get online. If you have people, know people that have questions about it, send them the link. Let them look at the word for themselves. But come and then you decide. But here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. The Holy Spirit's for everyone. Not goofy, spooky, weird. We all need him. We need him. We desperately need him. We just maybe don't understand some things. But if you don't agree with me at the end of the series, I get it. That's okay. That's between you and God. The most important thing is we work together when people for Jesus, right? Seek and save the lost. And make sure we snatch as many people from hell as we possibly can. Amen? But you know, we'll do it better when we're full of the Holy Spirit. Because Acts 1.8 says, Jesus said, go wait in Jerusalem. Wait for the power, the power, the fall. Holy Spirit power fell. And then you'll be my witnesses in Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. The power to reach more people. We need the Holy Spirit power. This church needs and believes in the Holy Spirit power. Amen? And we will walk in it. Thanks again for joining us this week. We pray that this message encouraged and inspired you. If you want to find out how you can be a part of Tree of Life, just go to our website, treeoflifechurch.org. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend.